1: back once again, Bread and Circuses podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hello. How you doing, Crow? Good. I was almost a little late coming in on this because I was looking at Instagram, which we are on, by the way, mm. Bread and Circuses pod. So look us up there. So far, it's a bunch of rooster pictures. <laughs>
0: <'Cause>, <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. It's anybody, all anybody really wants to see anyway. So um, what I was going to say is I have a question for you. Very important question. Okay, I need you to think about this. How often do you think of the Roman Empire?
0: (laughs) Uh, About once a month. That's it? I mean, I bet you I think about it and don't know I'm thinking about
1: it. You are not a man, sir.
0: Mm, What's the answer supposed to be, according to TikTok and Instagram and all that?
1: Every damn day. Oh, okay. Women apparently are doing this. Well, first of all, I'm disturbed by this trend where women go up to their boyfriends um, and hold a phone up to them and start asking them questions. Like, so.
0: Knowing full well that it's going to be posted. How many times
1: a day do you think about the Roman Empire? And the right. guy, like, stands there like, hmm, well, it's an interesting question. Uh, I would just slap the phone right out of her hand. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's just stupid. Why would you sit there? And some of them are like a guy sitting on a computer while she's, Doing the, but some of the guys are guys standing in the middle of the room, well, I think about it this many times. There's one, knows,
0: they must be used to their wife or whatever, just I don't posting know. whatever they, they talk about.
1: There was one where this guy's working at like a kitchen counter and his wife comes up and says, how many t-? and he looks at her like, get the fuck out of here. But uh, I don't I don't understand. I mean, I understand the words and how they make a question. I don't understand the point.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to point out, I think, the difference in the way men and women think. And so women are just flabbergasted that men would think about the Roman Empire and and it would just pop into their head uh, unbidden where all they think about is, you know, how they're going to decorate their house.
1: Khloe Kardashian's outfit.
0: Yeah, that kind of stuff. So they don't think about. And it's just the way men and women are wired. They don't think about, um, you know big ex- ex- existential issues and they don't think about... Uh, they think about the family. They think about their children. They think about things that are at home. You know, their home. Nesting. I mean, that's how they're wired. I mean, yes, I'm not saying every woman, but generally speaking... Why are you winking? Yeah. Generally speaking, women think about the things that are important to their family unit, whereas men think about like the bigger picture and, and
1: you know, the What nation. about these women who don't have family units?
0: Um... They'll think about the – oh, they'll still nest.
1: They'll think about their pets. I don't get it. (laughs) They have that instinct, you know? I think we should turn this around make a TikTok trend where the men start going, how many times a day do you think about decorating the house?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like nonstop.
1: Like 17. Every minute. Just this morning.
0: (laughs) Now, they really do – I mean, they really should kind of differentiate, though, because I think I did see one where – a girl asked a black guy, her boyfriend, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? He goes, the what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we got... Yeah, I think he did answer, the, if it was one I saw, I think he did answer the question. No. Though.
0: Well, he said never. This one I oh, saw.
1: There was a, I saw one where the black guy goes, he's like, the what? And she goes, the Roman Empire. And he goes, I don't know. And I thought he was going to be like, I don't know. Sh-. He was like, he goes. I don't know, once a week or something yeah. like that. And she was like, "Are you kidding me?" No, this what?
0: guy was just like, had no clue what it was. Oh. What the hell?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what channel is that on? <laughs> well, I was just having this conversation with my son, who's taking history class now. He's taking an AP history course, and uh, I'm like, "What are you studying right you mean, now?" You
0: mean AP her story? History, her story.
1: No, course. I'm gonna have to give you the pimp hand. <laughs> so. I said, what part of you? He goes, nothing exciting. I'm like, it's all exciting. He goes, ah, just, you know, like the Chinese government and, you know, the emperors and stuff. I'm like, dude, it's all interesting. And so we got in this conversation about how they don't teach like real history anymore. Like I had a, I had a very liberal high school teacher who I had for like six classes from seventh grade on to my senior year. And she taught English and government and all that stuff. But she, as very liberal as she was, she taught us that, you know, this whole American experiment of people just saying, hey, we're going to be in charge and we'll send people to go do stuff, but they work for us. That had never happened. I mean, they say, oh, the Greeks invented democracy. Not like this, they didn't, you know. And so it, they took on the world's biggest empire, the one the world, biggest one the world had ever known and took it on and said, oh, yeah, we're going to change some things. And it shouldn't have worked, and it did. And it worked because there were like people like Washington and Hamilton and Madison and Franklin who stuck to principles.
0: Yeah, the integrity.
1: Yeah, they said, hey. I mean, again, when they say, well, you know, we did all this, like, let's make Washington king. And he goes, no, I didn't fight one to become one. And so uh, I'm, I'm trying to explain this to my son. And then I said, and, you know, if you look back to the Roman Empire even, you know, there's so many things from it. And I said, even where Caesar was an emperor, or they say he was a dictator or whatever. He still understood that how the people thought about you was important. You know, I mean, that's why he says, give them bread well, and circuses.
0: Well, he didn't. One of the senators that did. Right. But yeah
1: it's, uh, yeah, it's important. But so then I said, it's even stuff like crossing the Rubicon. You know, have you heard that? He goes, yeah, what does that mean? I said, the Rubicon is a river that Caesar was you know he was taken he was uh, kicked out of leadership basically while he was abroad fighting a war and he came back with his army and he's like all right we can go in there we can fuck some shit up but if we cross this river we're in big trouble and i said so it the phrase means you can't go back this is a big wow. decision we're making and he's like whoa i go see this stuff is important and we don't teach that shit so i'm i'm watching his ap history course with a very critical eye, because I'm just prepared to be like, no, that's not right. So,
0: yeah, I'm, I guess nowadays you have to, they have to like show them videos or TV series, like watch Rome, and then comment on what's what's real and what's not, in it and what's what's been uh, um, sensationalized or what's I mean, that's not the term I'm thinking of, but like uh, fictionalized as opposed to what would be real, what would have happened, because obviously anything that you do for entertainment is going to have to change time periods a little bit and, and personalities. So it'd be nice to like, that's a good way to teach these younger kids in the AP courses to get them involved. So I know I remember, I think, um, what, uh, what, what era was it? The 1600s, the scarlet letter. What's that? Uh, the story take place. in? I think, it was I think like it's, the I think it's
1: later than that. Is it? I think it's, yeah. I mean, late. Well, was early it early 1700s? Think, okay. It,
0: but it was like, I thought it was like right before it was before the founding of America. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the colonies or whatever before they came over. Anyways, I had no interest in that kind of shit. It was so boring to me, and the story was boring. And then they played a um, a movie based on it that was actually pretty interesting. And it like drew me in, and then I was actually into what they were talking about afterwards. So, I mean, that's a pretty simple thing to do. But yeah, if you put the wrong movie, <laughs> it's, it's like all nonsense and bullshit. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, well. Um, yeah, I just uh – I need to stay vigilant with my kid's education because there's some good teachers, but there's some that are just, you know, well, they're like, uh, well, America's racist because, uh, you know, those guys own land and they were white and they had slaves. So there you go. I mean, yeah. they don't get into the part where Washington made allowances for his slaves to be released after he died. And not only that, for them to be supported financially. Yeah. Because as much as people say, oh, you should just free the slaves. OK, what's life going to be like? If they just let them all loose. And I'm not saying that they were better off in slavery. That's, But you can't. It's can't, just like. There's the, got to
0: be a transition. There's got to be. It's just
1: like the whole immigration thing now. They say, well, people should come to America for opportunity. I agree. But if you just take someone out of, you know, uh, Venezuela and you just drop them here and go, good on you. That's not going to go well for them. You know, they don't have any support staff or infrastructure and it, you know, you have to, there has to be some sort of transition.
0: Speaking of the, uh, slave owners that remember when Trump said that the next thing, you know, they're after Charlottesville, they're gonna going to be coming after Washington and, uh, Jefferson. He
1: and, didn't say that. And,
0: uh, now New Yorker, they're getting close to taking down all the, all the statues. They're, uh, the Democrat. Well, they're all Democrats there. They're putting up a proposal for it. So
1: they had a, um, they were interviewing some of the, you know, city council people in one of the towns, and they said, uh, well, won't Italians be angry? And this black woman goes, she's a councilwoman, she goes, he was Italian? <laughs> God, how do you people get to leadership positions? You yeah. don't even know this stuff. And apparently, I didn't know this, uh, he's like an iconic figure to Italian-Americans. And so they're really worked up about it, especially on the East Coast, which is interesting to me. I did ask my son um, at one point a couple years ago when he was uh, in school his teacher was saying how Christopher Columbus was racist because you know Columbus Day was coming and they were calling it Indigenous Persons Day or whatever and he said uh, when did uh, when did Christopher Columbus set foot in North America? And the teacher said well in 1492 he goes well first of all that's when he sailed and secondly never made it to North America. She's like What? Like your teacher, the Barbary coaster.
0: no? It's the like uh, what? What is the uh, Caribbean Islands, right?
1: Yeah, I think he might have gotten as far as Bermuda, but I yeah. don't think so. So, huh. Bermuda's a lot farther north than I thought it was. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, he never he never came here. So this idea that he has poisoned North America, I don't know where you get it. Oh. Never here. So, um, all right, you wanted to talk about uh, what was it Biden's fumble mouth or? F- What'd you call it?
0: Fable mouth. The Fobblemouth. UN speech.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I've got something from Sky News here. There, they, I've got a clip, but it's got a little bit of background music that wasn't actually originally in the the speech. But you'll you'll hear it good and enough here. By
1: the way, why do all of these? Why do only these news organizations do that? Why do they play background music? like That uh, I don't know.
0: Maybe just makes it's it more some annoying. proprietary thing where they don't want you using their clip because they've got their own music on it. I don't know.
1: Just like that little hum that your computer has when you plug this in. Well,
0: maybe, maybe my uh, editing skills will get rid of that. We'll see.
1: Well, and hopefully it gets rid of the uh, right. wind tunnel. So we're going to play
0: here. this, just a little clip, not the whole speech, just this little clip at the beginning here, and see what you, what do you think he says here. And... I'm realizing we evolve our institutions... Drive creative new partnerships. Let me be clear. Certain principles of our international system are sacros- sacrosanct. <laughs> you want to do it one more time? He's very, a dog face
1: pony soldier, is the, what he is. At the
0: very beginning, we'll play one more time at the very beginning and see if you can figure out what he says. They've got
1: subtitles on this. And what do they say? Okay, mumbo, I'll tell you. Mumbo dog face down to the banana patch? <laughs> yes.
0: Now, we need to evolve our institutions. Drive, create new partnerships. Let me be clear: certain principles of in the international system are sacros- sacrosanct.
1: Joe, we'll let you be clear. Could you just do it once in a while? Now their subtitles say
0: at the very the first thing he says is, "Now it has to evolve our institutions," but that's not what he said. So they're just guessing. Yeah. So, and I think something he said. He said "involve." I think it has to involve our institutions. Let me be clear. He said that clear. Yeah. After he wasn't so clear. Certain principles are in the national system. Some principles are in the national system are sacrosancts. Syn- 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 syn-
1: syn- I have to say sacrosanct is not an easy word to say.
0: Uh, they even they even spelled it S-A-C-R-I-S-A-C. Sacrosac. So they even, I mean, they don't even know what the hell he's saying. That's not how you spell sacrosanct. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. So anyway uh that's our president and uh you know they you if you look at cnn and they talk about his speech to the un there's nothing about how embarrassing it was it's about how bold and uh climate change and ukraine he makes an impassioned speech about how we need to really fund ukraine i'm like fuck you guys yeah, Fuck you sacks of shit. You you guys are propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. You guys need to be fucking disbanded and uh, it's just, well, tarred and feathered, really. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's uh, that's pretty harsh, but it, they deserve it.
1: Do you know what the worst part of the tarring and feathering thing is? The
0: burning? Uh, I don't think so. You know, I mean, yes. It's not the, the humiliation of it because that's the least of it. Uh, Look, words are violent. (laughs) (laughs) Literally tarring people. Yeah. And shoving feathers into the tar while it's burning your skin is, uh, you know, not that uh, pleasant. I
1: would would think it would be getting the tar off. But the part they always talk about is once they tarred and feathered them, they put them on a, um, a plank that was shaped like a triangle. So it was like, instead of being square, like a four by four, it was a triangle. And they would sit them on it. Oh, all on their giblets? And march them around town. (laughs) No, did they? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm thinking none for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But we need to actually, that has to be a threat to politicians and media when they they fuck up.
1: Well, I still think um, Jefferson's quote about occasionally the tree of liberty has to be that uh watered with the blood of patriots again tyrants like, and patriots tyrants i don't think he's necessarily being literal i think he's being figurative in some like cases
0: like blood sweat and tears toil
1: no like you're out of here you're done you're gone um well when he else. said well, if
0: you're saying he's not being literal about the the must be watered by the blood of ty- uh, tyrants and patriots if he just said patriots, I could say I could see that because then it would be like, Okay, you're just, you know, putting effort forth, putting your blood and your tears and your sweat into it. But saying tyrants the blood of tyrants and patriots.
1: Yeah, I'm not I, saying he's not being literal. Okay. I'm not I'm saying he's not always being literal. Okay. But that, you know?
0: that that seems pretty Like when they say tonight. to somebody
1: you have to have some skin in the game, they don't really mean skin. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but everybody I, knows what you mean. Yeah. And so I think yes, he means that sometimes if you're gonna, you have to get rid of tyrants, and it's going to be bloody, um, and it's going to take patriots to do it. But I also think he also meant, you know, Jeez. not not just in the literal sense, but sometimes figuratively.
0: Yeah. Well, this article from uh, uh, Sky News Australia, who seemed it's so funny that we have to rely on Sky News Australia to give us the the, the true story well, for Because what, Sky what's
1: News uh, England isn't going to do it.
0: Yeah, but Australia is pretty woke, so the fact that there's a Station over there that can get away with this because uh, I don't, New Zealand and, and Australia are going like way woke, more more woke than America.
1: I don't think. I don't think the people. No, but the it, government. I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: So the fact that they're allowing this Sky News Australia to say what they say is pretty.
1: Although Amazing. I think I think
0: Canada's taken the uh, woke oh, title. Wow. yeah. But here, so I'm going to read this real quick. So, U.S. President Joe Biden was accused of stumbling and bumbling throughout his speech at the United Nations General Assembly on Tuesday. In one gaffe, Mr. Biden, I like how they put Mr. Biden, claimed that the United States and China should work together on accelerating the climate crisis. The 80-year-old president then corrected himself, saying the two nations needed to jointly tackle the accelerating climate crisis. Users on X, formerly known as Twitter... Uh, labeled the speech incoherent and questioned whether the president's brain froze during the remarks. No, it wasn't a brain freeze. It was just, it's just he can't even make his mouth function because he's just, he's going through so many different decrepitudes.
1: Look, and it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean because you're a certain age that, you know, you're going to be like this. I mean, look at someone like, and they'll say, well, Trump's, you know, only four years younger. He's a lot sharper. He's spry. But he might get to a point in four years where he's like this. We don't know. But look at someone like Thomas Sowell. Yeah. I mean, Thomas Sowell's like 92 and sharp as a tack.
0: Well, he is. But, all, but he's sharp as a tack, but you still notice his age by his speech. Because it is he doesn't enunciate like he used to.
1: Oh, yeah. But he's also
0: 92. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm it's going to happen he, to all of us. I'm
1: not saying he should be running the country, but I'm saying yeah. he's pretty damn smart.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, so. there's definitely a role after 70-something for, for people to be... Um, uh, you know, to, to use them for their wisdom and their knowledge, but not be in charge of things. That's just, that's where we have to do. We have to do age limits in the government. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying you can't be part of the government. You just can't be like in positions of power at a certain age, just like you can't when you're too young.
1: Well, I'm always worried about, you know, mandates that are sort of across the board like that, because again, some people are, you know, some people are idiots to begin with. And some people but if, are sharp well if you into wanna, their.
0: If you want to be the man behind the man, that's fine. If you're eighty years old and you know, you're precluded from being in office, but you're in the cabinet, you know, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I still don't think we should preclude people from based on age, but my issue with it is if you look at someone who's well into their late seventies, early eighties, and they're involved in government, can't you just don't you look at that person and say, do something with the little time you have left. Go spend – do important things, not this legislation. Well, you know for what? a
0: fact Biden doesn't want to be doing what he's doing right now. He, I don't, I don't I, know that he doesn't want I, to do it. He, I think he was – I think he wanted it at one point. I think he realized it's too much for him at this point, and he's being pushed by his wife and by everybody else to, to do it. And he's just – he just wants to take a nap.
1: See, I don't think Barack Obama wanted to be president. I think Barack Obama wanted to give speeches and sort of be in charge, yeah. and he realizes it's really fucking hard job, yeah. you know. So I don't know, but and then people will say, "Well, what about Mitch McConnell?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, get rid of him too." I mean, the guy's frozen up like three yeah. times on camera, just yeah. the, and into a scary degree. Like if we were sitting here and I was looking at you and I just stopped talking yeah. for 15 seconds. You'd probably spend five seconds going, what are you doing? Five more going, are you all right? And the last five seconds. Getting
0: up and going. (laughs) Give me a good slap across. You're having a
1: stroke. You (laughs) know,
0: backhand to wake you up. Exactly. Yeah. You're just
1: waiting for an excuse. But yeah,
0: but I I just get more and more. It just seems like whatever drug cocktail they give him is working less and less. Like, when he has to give a speech, like, mm-hmm. it, it was a point where, like, he, the people were worried. He's like, he's not going to make this speech, and you know, against uh, Trump when he, was, when he was running or whatever. And he seemed like he was kind of somewhat, pretty much on the ball, at least, like, He coherent. made it through
1: three quarters of that uh, debate in good shape. Yeah,
0: and that, that was long. And so, but I don't think he could do that again. I think whatever whatever they're giving him, their Adderall caffeine and whatever the hell else, they're giving B vitamins uh, to, to, you know, to goose him it's working less and less or it's or it's not even working at all like this u.n speech that was like one of the first things he wasn't that one of the first things he said maybe i'm i i did not see no. the whole speech so maybe it wasn't but i wonder what time that happened like you could tell he's just tired he just he just ran out of steam there and well, he just couldn't even form the words because he was so tired
1: and he doesn't even answer questions anymore well no. he,
0: anymore he never did well now he'll say things like uh i got to go to bed or, uh, or uh, How
1: about you, but I gotta go to bed. I'm not.
0: I'm not supposed to. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. He says that a lot. I'm gonna get in trouble for this for saying this.
1: Well, part of that, I think,
0: is the be... down homesy kind of yeah. way. You know, when he introduces himself and he goes, "My name's Joe Biden. I'm the husband of Dr. Joe Biden." It's like yeah. shut the fuck up. It's not. It's not down homesy It's not, you just sound like a fucking simp.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I I think he's. Uh, do you think he's gonna make it to the election? I don't.
0: And I think the fact that the media is finally kind of turning on him and talking about his age and his and his slips and his lies, um, and it seems like more and more of them are kind of doing that. Um, I think they everybody's understanding that he's just he can't win against Trump, and uh, no matter how much they cheat, uh, it's just it's, it's not going to be enough.
1: But what's a, I, I don't expect you to know this, but there's a point where you have to be declared so you can be on the ballot in a lot of these states.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird because I I have a feeling he's gonna keel over, and they're gonna scramble and they're gonna bring in Michael Obama, and uh, President like, President like, Obama's wife.
1: I I heard someone I can't remember who it was who was a fairly credible Democratic source. You know, was like, I mean, like a James Carville kind of person. I mean, someone you'd know mm-hmm. who was just like. Honest to God, she's got no interest in running. She hated being in office Was anyway. it Buck
0: and, Buck and Clay and Buck? It might have been Clay.
1: No, it was a Democrat. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Saying, really, she's got no interest in... And I, Clay and Buck have said that, but I think they're right. I don't think she wants to be president.
0: No, well, good, because it, it would be scary because it would be very easy for oh, she'd her win. to win. Yeah, She'd win. And it would be... The, It'd be more, it'd be just more Obama presidency at that point, which was, Obama presidency was a fucking disaster. It really was. So people go, people are pining for that time, like back when Obama, at least when Obama was president, we, we wanted Joe for president because it was going to bring back the dignity and normalcy. It's like, no, no, it, it's not, no, the Obama we'll presidency on, was fucking
1: horrible. We'll get on into all the cool parties. Yeah. I know, he, Obama fucking
0: destroyed health uh, insurance. The way health, the yeah, way healthcare, oh it God, was, so it wasn't worse. great, but it's fucked now.
1: It's so much worse. I mean, it's more expensive. It just you can't get around that. And you, just and, is. And,
0: and I, I mean, this is anecdotal, but everybody I've talked to that have had dealings ever since Obamacare with with anything medical, the quality is or the you know the care is not is not the same.
1: Well, for people who don't understand, so Medicare reimburses. So if you use Medicare, which is what a lot of Obamacare is. And people say, well, that's fine. We should have people on Medicare. Medicare reimbursed practitioners a certain amount of money, which was somewhere in the neighborhood of the mid-30s cents on the dollar. So a lot of places would take it, but they didn't like taking it. Well, part of the cost expense reduction or the expense reduction of Obamacare was to take that down to like 27 cents. And there's nothing saying you have to take Medicare. So a lot of these doctors just go, no, we're not taking it. And then you get into more rural areas that don't have a lot of health options. I mean, they might have a hospital that services a huge uh, geographic area because there's just not that many people in there. They're just like, well, we're not taking it. you know. And now they're talking about, well, you're going to have to take it. And so some of these hospitals are, well, we're just going to close our that branch then. And they're like, well, you, it, it, you can't close it. It's like every time government gets involved in this, it gets worse. You
0: know? Yeah, then they'll step in and fix it. Then they'll, they'll say, "Hey, look how bad this is, everybody. Vote for us, and we'll fix this. You fucking caused this. Yeah, you're gonna fix it? No, you're not. But the dummies will vote. Yeah, it. Well, it's gonna be free. Hmm? It's of gonna course. be free healthcare, yeah. and and just like uh, just like uh, tuition, it'll college free, tuition is free. Be free
1: healthcare that you can't use.
0: You know, uh, college t- uh, didn't. I didn't hear anything more about this, but wasn't Biden supposed to like wipe the debt? Like unilaterally and, and Well did, did it happen finally or not? It was
1: going to and then it was gonna be um,
0: the college debt.
1: Yeah, then it was gonna be fifty thousand, then it was gonna be thirty thousand, and the Supreme Court basically said you can't just do that by fiat. It has to be passed through legislation and and so it's it they have some sort of program they're gonna do it with basically it's a small amount, it's like ten thousand dollars. I don't have all the details of this, but I'm in the ballpark. Uh, it's like ten thousand dollars, but it's people with Um, certain parameter or certain um, uh, what what am I trying requirements that basically mean it's going to be people who are very high end who went to college. Yeah. So it's just going to be people who uh, work every day paying for people who work every day at a much higher salary level to pay for the college that they probably shouldn't. Yeah. Why
0: don't they wipe out my medical debt?
1: Well, see, that's different.
0: Yeah. Why don't they wipe out? the business loans
1: you I've said this before do you want to if you want to fix college tuition if you really want to fix government it, the fuck out of it stop all government grants and everything for that stuff because if you are if you are trying to go to college you are the customer the college is the purveyor yeah if the purveyor knows that the customer has a rich uncle that's going to pay for it all the time they have no interest in being competitive in their pricing. Also, um, if you make college debt forgivable through bankruptcy, now the colleges have to go, shit, if we give, a, if we give money to this guy, um, or banks say if we give money to this guy and he isn't a good risk, no, we can't give you money. You do that. Milton Friedman talked about this stuff, you know, decades ago. You want to fix it, take them out of it. But you're already seeing college tuition start to come down in some places because um, uh, colleges, the the uh, admissions to colleges, the applications are dropping like crazy. Because um, and you know we, I have a friend who's a college professor who was telling you about this. He said you're going to see some of these smaller schools, you know, these private colleges with you know, 3,000 students kind of thing, start to go away. Well, I was talking to someone who's an alumni of St. Cloud State, which is, you know, northwest of us here in Minneapolis. Um, and he and I were playing golf, and he said, that college is going away. I'm like, what? And he said, yeah, their enrollment used to be, it was something, I may have these numbers slightly wrong, but it was ten, twelve thousand. 12,000. And then I said, what was it? You know, the last few years, he goes, got down to about eight. He goes, they haven't made their enrollments for the next, for the last five years or whatever. And he goes, I said, well, how fast do you think they'll be gone? I'm thinking he's going to tell me 20 years. He goes, five or six. What? He said that college was designed to be a, an easy to get into affordable college for Midwestern farm kids to go to. Right. And he goes, and now... Half of the kids there don't speak English as a first language. You know. Jordan Peterson even talked about this. So there's some people who don't like it for the expense. There's some people who don't like it for the woke ideology of a lot of these. But Jordan Peterson was even saying, look, let's face it. Why do men go to college? Because they want to improve themselves and make more money. Yep. Why do women go to college? Status. To meet men. Um, Who want to improve themselves and make more money. (laughs) Now, the women want to... To become insufferable? Yeah. The women want to improve themselves too, but um, how many women do you see? this is part of the reason the dating pool is so bad for women right now? Women who go to college will not consider, for the most part, a guy who didn't go to college as someone they will take on as a partner. There's no way. I mean, I went to college. He didn't go to college. He has to be better than me, right? Because as Jordan Peterson was saying, and he's a clinical psychologist, he said women want to date just this much better than them. And for those who can't see that, I'm doing that little tiny space with my fingers. Cunt's hair, as they say. That's not what I said, <laughs> but that's what you're using. So um, anyway, so if you have college that's too expensive for people to go to, You have uh, um, people who are saying, I don't like what they're teaching or the way they're teaching it. And then you've also got women saying, there aren't any guys here. Now, yes, there are women who go to all women's colleges. But what percentage of women will go to college if they just say, hey, by the way, you can go to college and it's cheap. But there are no men there at all. I would bet you 90% of women would go. uh, None, no men, none. You know. Not, not even the beta males. Nothing. They'd be like, uh, University of Phoenix sounds pretty good to me.
0: Have half the college experience there. Sleeping around. Raising your body count.
1: Yeah. Getting run through. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, all right. We had some other stuff. Yeah. Just uh,
0: the changing gears here. Um, it's from Alpha News. The last three men acquitted in Whitmer kidnapping plot chock full of FBI meddling. The FBI has been heavily criticized over its role in the plot, with several defendants arguing that FBI agents actively encourage alleged participants to engage in illegal activity.
1: No shit. Wasn't it like they nailed, like, four guys for that, but there were, like, eight nine, FBI eight or nine, informants?
0: either, either full-on, you know, feds or informants, yeah.
1: But from, and I'm way oversimplifying this, but from what I understood, it was like some of the informants were hanging out with these guys you know, I mean, there were suspects for a lot of things. And they're like, you know, we should think about kidnapping the governor. And here's how we do it. And now uh, we can get a hold of some explosives. Do you think you could get a hold of some money? And they're like, I think so. And they're like, gotcha.
0: Yeah. Fourteen men were charged with a plot to kidnap the governor from Antrim County Vacation Home. Her Antrim? A N T R I M hmm. County Vacation Home in 2020. Uh, Eric... Molitor, along with twin brothers William Null and Michael Null, were found not guilty in all charges by a jury Friday after a three-week trial. That's a short trial for something like that.
1: Is it? seems
0: like it. The FBI has been heavily criticized, with several defendants arguing that FBI activity actively encouraged alleged participation to engage in illegal activity. Moreover, a jury previously acquitted two men alleged to have been involved in the plot after the defense argued that the FBI's encouragement of the plan constituted entrapment. I
1: mean, yeah, every time you heard anything about this, you're like,
0: that sounds awful like
1: entrapment. I don't know the facts of this case at all. I I mean... And I don't know anybody who you know has access to it and has told me anything about it. But just from the outside, it looks like entrapment to me. It doesn't look like these guys came up with this plot. And the FBI guys who were sort of embedded with them went, hey, uh, we need to talk to you about this. It To their bosses, it was more like, hey, I think we can get these suckers to do something stupid.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, – boy uh. – <laughs> FBI special agent Mark Schwears testified that there were some meetings where FBI informants outnumbered those plotting the kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> William Null, which was one of the twins as well as M- Molitor testified that they were unaware of what was really happening until the last minute. According to ABC news, at least 12 FBI informants or under cover agents were used in the plot. According to Buzzfeed. So it, what a bunch of fucking nonsense. so it's it's more the same it's, it, it, it makes you think about January six how how set up it was. what happened on
1: January six? Well, I don't know how much it was set up. I mean I there's all the stuff about the um you know the cap uh, Trump wanted more capital police I there's all that stuff that th- those things will eventually come out. but I have an issue with. Them arresting and basically for the most part disappearing people temporarily for years for it's years been now. yeah suspending at least two years suspending basically their constitutional rights to a swift and speedy yeah. trial um, while they try and figure out charges for them for entering the Capitol. now yes there were people who um, you know were trying to smash in windows I I get all but, that but stuff. none of the charges are that that none of the charges are the violence right
0: the charges are. Like stuff that are, if you just hear the charge itself is trespassing or it's disrupting a a um, official, you know, um, yeah. government
1: meeting or something. It was like stuff that you go and they got what for that? But Ray Epps <laughs> is on video saying we're going to go into the Capitol. He's there when it first gets breached. He's egging and people, people are like on. no. And He's like we got to go into the Capitol. Yeah, nothing. Fed, fed. Yeah, fed. there are people even going fed, fed. And then apparently. And I don't know this for sure, but um, I I was reading a a news article about it that said they know – they have a pretty good idea who the pipe bomber is, the January 5th pipe bomber. Yeah, which that
0: went down – that disappeared, that story.
1: They know – they at least know where he lives. Yeah. In Washington. We're not hearing about that. I mean, I watched the Merrick Garland stuff this week where they're like, do you know how many – uh, uh, federal informants there were at January 6th. And he goes, um, listen, I didn't handle that. I gave it to somebody else. And they kept going, you're not answering the question. One of them goes, you keep answering questions I didn't ask. And he was like, he goes, I told you I didn't handle it. He goes, so in handle it means you couldn't know if there were informants. So were there informants or were there not? I didn't handle that. He goes, you're really starting to piss me off, yeah, basically. That's I mean, some bullshit. Yeah, that guy, he is such a weak piece of shit, Mm -hmm. you know? But Clay and Buck were thinking that, you know, like, uh, who was uh, the guy with Obama? Eric... um, Holder? Yeah, Eric Holder. Yeah. He was a shield bearer for Obama. He took the bullets for him, you know, all that stuff. Uh, They think Garland never signed up for that, and now he's sort of going, hey, I'm not going down for this.
0: Yeah, he wanted to be a Supreme Court justice. God, he would have been pathetic. Yeah.
1: yeah. Watching him testifying this stuff, he would have been yeah. so bad. Yeah. The, uh, one of the best
0: things the Republicans did was block him from.
1: Well, you know what they used to do it? The, the Biden the, rule. Yeah. The Biden rule. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, I,
0: I, 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 it, it, it's not, it's, it's not questionable or you don't, you can't question the fact that there were informants or there were feds at January 6th. I mean, it. There were there are known leftist agitators putting on MAGA caps and acting like they're they're MAGA people, and that's 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 a fact.
1: They're, well, there was the one antifa guy who was on CNN's payroll as a an informant or something like that. He's an antifa guy.
0: Yeah. Well, there's this black guy that put on a, a, a yeah, MAGA is that him? And he goes in there and he's filming and he's starting to break shit and people are going hey 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 stop! And he's like oh my bad.
1: And he yeah and he was right there when uh, uh, is it Ashley Babbitt? Yeah, and she got shot.
0: And now, did he get charged with anything? Uh, no. That, I'm so yeah. He didn't get charged with anything. He was there. He was agitating. He was causing damage. Yeah. So I mean, uh, and, and you know, Pelosi did did uh, turn down requests for more security. So yeah, I, she she even if she didn't like think, oh, this is going to make things happen. She probably goes, yeah. If things kind of pop off, it's going to look really bad for them. Yeah. So yeah, it's disgusting.
1: Yeah, cause she's such a snake. Oh my gosh, she's
0: the worst. Can't stand. Well, her. I shouldn't say the worst because there's a lot of them, but
1: but she's in the running.
0: Yeah, Kamala Harris is a uh, is one of the one of the worst, but in a different way. Don't you? Think she's she, not as she's not as conniving. She's just dumb. <laughs> she is
1: legitimately stupid. Yes, and she just really is. Yeah. and people will say, "Oh yeah, well, she went to law school and she was a senator and the." Uh, that doesn't. I'm sorry. That doesn't mean she's smart.
0: Yeah, there are. Plenty excuse me. Of, excuse me. My name's Kamala Harris, and I'm the vice president. <laughs> and excuse me. You know, I've got my finger up in your face too because yeah. she's just, you know, outraged and, that anybody questions her because she knows doing, she can't answer it.
1: When I'm doing the laughing, I'm doing that exaggerated shoulders yeah. up and down veins thing, veins
0: bulging in the neck yeah. in her giant neck.
1: <laughs> well, I hear that neck's gotten a lot of work. That's, <laughs> This is what I heard. Oh boy! You mean
0: cosmetic surgery work? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Uh, no, that's not oh. what I, I meant. She's doing a lot of sexual favors. Ah,
0: uh, I'm stretched out. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I just, oh,
1: I boy. just meant it was getting a lot of use. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, we could transition it. It'd be somebody really.
1: Said, somebody said she was. She did a great job of kneeling her way to the top. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Now, I could do a really like tasteless transition here, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to go into the next story. Uh, Wisconsin <laughs> man who raped his daughter housed with female prison inmates.
1: What's, what's weird about that? <laughs> They're honoring his pronouns.
0: Yes. More than half of the men housed in Wisconsin Department of Corrections facilities who identify as transgender women have been convicted of at least one count of sexual assault or sexual abuse. Clown world, man. Clown fucking clown world. Anybody who okays this, that a man who's done had uh, been accused or has counts of sexual uh, abuse and then goes and says, well, I've changed my pronouns and I'm transitioning. Anybody in the system that, that facilitates his putting him in prison with women should be in prison.
1: Well, so I was talking to a liberal friend of mine about, and he brought up a good point, but I had an immediate answer for it. He said, how is this different than criminals who saying they they found God? So that's why they want uh, parole. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm suspicious of them, too. Yes, I am. Yeah. You know, but Dennis Miller joke about how the bad guys always say they found Jesus. He goes, do you think he was fucking looking for you?
0: But they're not taking (laughs) uh, prisoners that say I found God and then putting him into a, you know, a Catholic school to serve out their sentence.
1: Unless they were priests. Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> it's not like they're dangerous to other people because of because they say they're f-
1: unless they were priests.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I'm not saying all the priests. Yeah. I'm just like there are a particular subsection. So
0: from the Daily Signal, the Wisconsin Department of Corrections is housing a man who raped his own daughter in a woman's prison because he said he identifies as a woman himself.
1: Can we, can we just stop there? You know how I am about capital punishment? I mean, I'm not a big fan of it, but a guy rapes his own daughter.
0: We don't have to have the government do it. We can <laughs> just have the government kind of back off.
1: Yeah. Well, while we we the do other people do the Janie's got a gun while thing. While the other people handle it. <laughs> you can just go to his teenage daughter and say, yeah. um, you know, no one's going to be looking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oops, this gun fell out of my the back of my confiscation truck.
1: <laughs> you, know,
0: confiscation you know truck. what?
1: That, that's what that song is about, right? Janie's got a gun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, So, and the DOC, the Wisconsin Department of Corrections is refusing to offer any kind of insight or explanation to the matter. Well, they need to be thrown in prison any judge, any facilitator that allowed this to happen needs to have a taste taste of it. It needs to get in there and, uh, and, and be victimized by, by somebody like Bubba, because that's what they're doing to these women in prison. Some of these women are not like, you know, they're, probably not all violent offenders and to have this happen is just it's cruel and unusual punishment to put a male a male pretending to be a woman who has sexual abuse in his history into prison with these women it's cruel and unusual punishment for these women
1: by the way talking about women not being um uh you know violent offenders it made me think of like you know not being capable of handling themselves versus a guy, which I don't think most women are. Did you see Riley Gaines' takedown of Keith Olbermann? No. Oh my god, it was good. I I wish I had the video. And she's the swimmer, right? She's the swimmer. Yeah. So Keith Olbermann goes, you know, she shouldn't be talking. She hasn't ever done anything. So it's her, I don't know if it was TikTok or something, but the video's like a minute long. She goes, never done anything? She goes, here, look, Keith. And she goes through all of her trophies. She's like, you know, hey, fastest 200 butterfly. That record still stands, so I guess I'm pretty fast. And then she's like, academic All-American. I guess I'm pretty smart too, Keith. And she just goes on and on and on. And then at the end, God, what did she say? I can't remember. She she basically just kicked Oberman's insufferable.
0: I oh, can't. I yes, couldn't even be in the same room with the guy without wanting to backhand him.
1: Said something about, like, I haven't been fired four times for Yeah, there we go. something like that. Oh, I got I to gotta find that.
0: Well, while you're doing that, so Mark Campbell, the prisoner, is currently incarcerated in Teichita Correctional Institution, a woman's prison in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Inmate records show he's a registered sex offender convicted of first-degree sexual assault of a child. That child was his own 10-year-old daughter, court documents allege. Born in 1971, Campbell is currently 52 years old, weighs 225 pounds, stands 5'9", according to the DOC uh, locator. Under Campbell's listed sex, the Wisconsin DOC states in bold, female. The department has not responded to any requests or comment to the Daily Signal. The photograph of him shows him with long brown hair. He appears to be wearing makeup, including large quantities of eyeliner and blush. Uh, they do, DOC does not include former prison, uh, photos of Campbell, but in 2020 news report from Milwaukee journal Sentinel includes a DC mugshot uh, of Campbell Sands makeup. Uh, he court documents alleged that he would sexually assault his daughter while her little brother was home and that her little brother would sometimes come into the room while the sexual assault was occurring. So there's no doubt that he did this. He first requested transgender surgery to attempt to become a woman in 2013. They denied their request at that time. 2016, he filed, oh yeah, because 2013, it wasn't full bore swing yet, the whole acceptance stuff. 2016, he filed a lawsuit accusing the Department of Correction officials of being indifferent to his medical needs by not allowing him to get so called sex change surgery, the publication reported. The 7th U.S. uh, Surrogate Court of Appeals ruled in 2019 that the DOC officials couldn't have anticipated that denying such a surgery to Campbell would violate his rights. However, in December 2020, a federal judge ruled that Wisconsin must offer Campbell taxpayer-funded transition surgery and move him to a women's prison while awaiting that surgery. That federal judge needs to be in fucking prison. Yeah. At the very least, fucking fired. And, you know, maybe tart and feathered. You know,
1: like I'm telling you, the worst part of it is that damn board they put you on. Um, can I try and play this and see if you can hear it? Yeah, put it up to your mic. Okay, so it's only it's only a minute long. So let's go through it. SEC title, uh, second in the country. This is my SEC Community Service Leader of the Year award, which actually got me a lot of money. Oh, another SEC title, uh, an NCAA trophy. Oh, look, SEC Scholar Athlete of the Year. Believe it or not, I'm pretty smart. Another SEC title, another NCAA trophy. Oh, that's when we won an SEC championship as a team. Some more SEC honors. Oh, look, another one. That's when I broke the 200 butterfly record, uh, the SEC record, which I still hold, making me one of the fastest Americans of all time. And so, Keith, I would be really sad if I broke this, trying to prove a point to an old man who can't even seem to keep a job. But I've got more of these, so I'm not. Thanks, Keith. Progressive pundit. Good. so that was her in response to him saying I, she'd never done anything yeah she's a, she's a, a she's confident she's, <laughs> she's gonna go she's gonna go places yeah I just I honestly hope she doesn't run for office no that's never I, 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 yeah I, wait let me I mean if she runs somewhere for like state office or governor or something just don't go to don't go to the federal government yeah just don't do it you know yeah speaking of federal government and uh Reasonably attractive women, Lauren Bobert. Lauren
0: Bobert. Oh boy!
1: <laughs> Did you, have you seen the oh, video? I've seen the video. <laughs> My God! So Lauren
0: Bobert was at, uh, and she's a she's a spitfire. She's uh, she's one of the she's like um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and they're very outspoken. And they they vote the right way. They they vote how I want them to vote, and they're very outspoken about shit. And I like what they say.
1: Well, <laughs> like like Jerry Seinfeld says in his show, and uh, she would be. I'm paraphrasing. What does he say? Uh, con- considered uh, conventionally attractive, or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, and to the you know average male.
0: She got some big old fake uh, tatas that uh, in this video are, are on full display. Not full. I shouldn't lies? say
1: full. You mean lies? Not just th- <laughs> not. Yeah, not
0: full display, but they're they're getting they're getting uh, groped pretty pretty well. In this video. So she went she went to a play, Beetlejuice. The guy
1: was not doing all the groping.
0: Yeah. So this guy was really manhandling her in the seat and then she had her hand uh you know, down between his legs and she was vaping and she was being obnoxious and you know and
1: and this is like one of those it's one of those grainy um
0: kind of night vision. Night vision
1: and you can see the puff of smoke coming out of her. Yeah. Was huge.
0: Yeah. So first first of all, before she knew there was a video, she denied that she was vaping and that she was being obnoxious. Um, she said the, her excuse was that there's a lot of uh, fog effects in, in the play. So, you know, that's what that was. Well, no, she was vaping. She was being obnoxious. She was singing. Um, she, I, she must have been drunk or on something. I'm assuming. Maybe Spanish fly. Maybe, maybe she's just a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, and then it turns out this guy that she was on the date with is a is a bar owner, Democrat bar owner, and married. I didn't know that.
1: I I think he's married.
0: Okay. Well, I think she still technically is too, isn't she? Is she going well, through going a divorce? Well, she's going through a divorce. So, but uh, you know, it's just embarrassing. It's like it's like th- there's no excuse for that, right? Like, you you should fucking know better. You know, at that age, at your age, in your position, you just you should know better. And the fact that that she couldn't control herself in public,
1: but they they do know better. They just don't care because there's no consequences. Yeah, but for there's it. gonna be for her. Are there? I
0: I I would assume so. I mean, you can't. Th-
1: what consequences? I will get. Be there I for get her? Here's
0: the thing: if, if I was in her district, I would vote for her again. I wouldn't vote for the Democrat.
1: Okay, but what consequences will there be for her she's going to
0: she's going to get she's not going to get like the the prime you know
1: um, you think 5 years from now she's even in congress anymore
0: i don't think so no. right right so but i think if there's like some sort of prime seat she you know a committee seat that she she could be on they're they're going to they're going no, to the, the republicans will be like you're not going to be part of i
1: understand this. what you're saying but who cares so she's not going to make a hundred and fifty thousand dollars serving in Congress. So what? She'll write a book, and she'll get a million dollars in advance money. Oh,
0: I don't care about her personally. So I'm, I'm, I don't care about her personally. I know. I understand that. I I'm, what I'm about, saying
1: is there will be no consequences for her.
0: None. But I think there'll be political consequences for her that are bad for the Republican Party. Is what I'm saying. Right, but she doesn't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I don't care about about that. I care. Uh, like Marjorie Taylor Greene is – I think she's a good person to have in, in Congress because she kind of spits this kind of uncouth truth that people need to hear because this, this whole McCainite kind of McCain uh, way of speaking. My, f- my fellow across my the, friends aisle, across the friends aisle, friends across blah, blah, blah. And then people don't – they tune out. They don't want to hear. So when the Democrats are doing bullshit and you got a Republican like McCain or McCarthy or – or, or whoever that,
1: you mean a, a Democrat uh, like McCain
0: uh yeah that come out there and they go
1: oh it's you know
0: improprieties and blah, blah, blah and, and people are like what the fuck's going on here what, what are you talking about but you have these blunt people like like Bo and and uh Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and you know they 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 speak to a way that might be obviously making they're elevating their status but it also is stuff people need to hear well, that normally wouldn't hear it.
1: Here's the problem, I think. One, there are never any consequences for these people, right? Because she's it. She's not going to jail, you know. No. And so I'll show. But do, she could be voted out. That's a consequence. I think that's part of her plan. I I'm not in Congress anymore, so hey, I get to play the martyr. Look, I stuck up for you, and they ran me out. Yeah, I was damn near blowing some guy in a Beetlejuice thing, but who cares? You know, and and people will, because everybody's so tribalized, people will go for it. They'll be like, uh yeah, you know, I mean, hey, who hasn't done so? Who hasn't blown a guy in a Beetlejuice, you know, uh theater? You know, I mean, it's going to be some justification. But, but like
0: I that. would justify it. Here's the thing I'd do as a voter for her. I'd be in her district. I would be like, yeah, that's shitty. That's embarrassing. Um. Uh. She, uh, she's voting exactly how I want her to vote.
1: I know. But so it doesn't matter what good point she's made at that point, because first of all, I, I, there will be no consequences. So people like from Washington act like this all the time and nothing bad happens to them. Although we'll get to Menendez in a minute here. Um, so nothing really bad happens. She's going to be just fine. You know, they're going to make her into a martyr. The problem is all those good points she makes. And I will, I will agree. She made some, Now she looks like she's crazy. Yeah. I heard a comedian once say it was a great line. He said, you know, women will talk about all these reasons why uh, they broke up with men or whatever. And he goes, if one of your buddies breaks up with a woman and you go, what happened? What does he say? She went crazy. And all the guys go, oh, okay." (laughs) All it takes for them when Lauren Bulbert's making a point. And she could be making a great point like, we got to stop spending money that we don't have borrowing from all these countries, blah, blah, blah. And people would just go, hey, uh, let's go to the tape, you know. And yeah. it's a really good argument. It's a very Trumpian point to make. I mean, Trump would do this stuff all the time. It'd be like, well, blah, blah. And you just go, eh, she's fat. And everyone would go, yeah, she's fat. You know, I mean, it works the same way. And so you just you have to be better. And so I don't know about Marjorie Taylor Greene's level of intelligence. I don't think Lauren Boebert's is very high, and that's how, no pun intended, because that's how she got put in this position. They've tried to go after Matt Gates with the whole, you know, yeah. uh, underage Me girl too bullshit, thing. Yeah. And Matt Gaetz says, you may not like him, but he's a smart guy. And he shook that off pretty good by going, hey, let's go to the tape, you know? I mean, yeah. he brought the receipts. And so... I think you just have to, if you're gonna try and fight the good fight, you got to be better than she is.
0: I've heard Bobert on talk shows on, I think Tim Pool. I've heard Marjorie Taylor Greene on Tim Pool and Matt Gates, and they don't come across as dumb. I mean, maybe they're not like, uh, you know, uh, Mensa.
1: I don't think she's dumb.
0: Yeah, they're they're not dummies, but they're and and she's relatively intelligent. Um, so that that's why it bothers me that, yeah, you say she doesn't care, but she should. She should,
1: exactly. She should, but I don't think she, she should does.
0: be like, you're smart enough to know that if you, if you're super horny and you're in public, then find someplace private.
1: Right. But I also think once they get to Washington and they being anyone who gets to Washington, most of your principles go out the window because you realize, Hey, I can get away with anything here. Hmm. You know, I just, I don't, that's why I don't. Elon uh, Omar is a good example of that. This is what I talk about with friends of mine on the left all the time. When they say, yeah, you go after these Democrats, but you don't go after Republicans. And I go, I do go after Republicans because I don't trust any of these people in government because, again, as a human being who is flawed and it's that whole one ring thing, you know, from The Hobbit. Give me the ring. I could make it good. No, no, don't do that because I got some. I mean, I say this all the time. Young mentions it. Jordan Peterson talks about it. Everybody's got a darkness in them. And if you don't understand that you can be that bad, then you can't be good. And virtuous people don't believe that, so they become righteous. And I think a lot of people go to, go to Washington without a lot of principles, become, uh, you know, they sort of get sucked up in the machinery, become virtuous, become righteous, become dangerous.
0: Well, I think the, uh, the left do, they also have a view of us, on the right, especially this Trump supporting right, actually only the, at this point the Trump supporting right, as if we look at Trump as if he's like the – we wish he was the god emperor. Mm-hmm. You know, like he could do no wrong. And, you know, like like Trump said, I could murder somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and I'd still – no, that's not true. And, and the thing is uh. – is it? <laughs> no, I I don't blindly. Follow. I I think Trump's awesome. I think he he can say some cringe shit. He sometimes worries me. He'll 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 uh, say things or or even um, policies that piss me off. Like his old you know the the whole sticking with Fauci as long as he did COVID stuff. Right. Uh, I'm, not speed, about, the, I'm not the talking about the b- not you bomb stocks. But there are people like that. A lot of people like that on the right that. Um, think Trump is awesome, and and we'll just to stick it to a to a lefty. We'll you know say something like, yeah, he's going to be the God King or the guy, <laughs> whatever. But we're, we're
1: but if he did shoot a guy in the middle of Fifth Avenue, don't you think about thirty percent of his supporters would be like, guy probably had it coming.
0: Well, I mean, I might even too at that point, depending on the on the context. Well, I
1: would. I just want to find. I want like to yeah. know the story. I mean, kind of house yeah, I want to know the story. Even Kyle Rittenhouse, yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's I don't know. Like you said, team sports, and uh, and it's not really, uh, it's mostly not productive. Any kind of any kind of uh, fight between the left and
1: the right at this point. Well, and this is honestly why I think, as much as he bothers me a lot of times, why I think Trump is better than a lot of people in Washington. And I think Trump has lived a real life, not in the sense that he's like you and me. I mean, obviously, billionaire or multi-multi-millionaire, or whatever. He doesn't necessarily relate to us but i think he's more relatable but the place where i think he's better is he's had some real life experience that sort of teach him that people are flawed you know and you got to have some grace i was having this conversation with my son today about you know he and i we uh pick stocks together because i'm trying to get him to build his you know wealth going forward and i mentioned that target stock is way down and because they made stupid decisions on the transgender stuff and i said hey if you ever thought about buying that Now's the time I'd buy it. And he said, I will never buy Target stock. And I said, really? Why is that? And he goes, because that company is fully woke. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. I mean, Target's based in Minneapolis. I know tons of people who work for Target. Some of them are a little woke and some of them are pretty based. And I said, you can't judge an entire company by something stupid that a few people did. I said, Target got taught a lesson that capitalism delivered to them the people who made those decisions about some of that stuff, I, I think aren't working there anymore. Um, that's definitely what happened with the gal with the Bud Light thing. She's uh, She's gone, you know, um, because she made a stupid decision that people weren't paying attention to what she was doing. And so I said, if you want to say I will never buy anything affiliated with Target because I don't believe with their principles, we well, better make sure one that those are their principles and two if you want to go down that rabbit hole, you're going to find out pretty soon you can't buy anything.
0: Yeah, a lot of the shit you buy is owned in parent companies and this uh, umbrellas and it's, all that that are, it no, goes back to these woke motherfuckers. It's
1: no different than when people say, we got, we got to get rid of fossil fuels. And you say, well, how about plastic? And they go, yeah, we got to get rid of plastic straws. Well, what about your iPhone? What about, you know, all of these things that you have every day that you – clothing – Things you can't live without that are petroleum-based. Yeah. You can't get away from them in modern – unless you want to live in a log cabin with no internet, growing your own food. You can't get away from it. And they I, – I told them, I said, they made some stupid decisions. I said, they've changed that. If they, if they change it again, you have a right to not buy it. I said, you have a right to not buy it anyway. I said, but me – I'm going to say maybe they learned a lesson. And by the way, that's a good buy for me because eventually it's going to be worth more. And he said, Well, I just don't think that's very principled. They said, Well, look, I don't like Apple products. I've never had one that just worked, but I own their stock because it's a good investment. You know?
0: Well, you know, they, they did get rid of plastic straws and they came up with paper straws <laughs> that, that, that are for? wrapped in plastic.
1: Well, but they also found that paper straws. This is something we knew in the seventies about milk cartons.
0: Yeah, have dioxin. Yeah,
1: have dioxin. The
0: it. stuff they put into it to make it so that it's water, uh, not impervious, but water resistant.
1: Dioxin makes it turn white.
0: Yeah, and but but what is it? Tom McDonald, the rapper, that part of one of his songs is how they they give us paper straws, but they wrap them in plastic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can't, I can't to ship listen them? to his stuff because I can't look at
0: him. No, I know, but uh, but that's pretty funny.
1: But no, the point is they have these forever chemicals. In them. Yeah, yep. And they went all of a sudden they're like shit. Well, these aren't good for the environment. Everybody knew that the reason your paper towels are white, or at least used to be, was because of dioxin. It served no purpose other than to make it white. Yeah. Because they found that you know brown wasn't really palatable, so they did that with straws. And now there's some other chemical they used, I guess, to make them hold their shape. Yeah, so they're round. Yeah, and that's another one. So they're like, oh, maybe they're and so
0: they don't degrade so fast. They're impregnated with whatever chemical to keep them from breaking down fast, and all, it's all so you know
1: of, what Starbucks is going to do now.
0: Yeah, the reusable cups.
1: Yeah, and you got to bring a metal straw.
0: Okay, metal straws suck. By the way, I don't use straws for. I don't hardly, even when they give me straws with a with the water cup at the restaurant, I don't use the straw. But have you ever tried using a metal straw? Like your your tendency is to want to kind of bite it a little bit. I don't know why. Oh,
1: not mine.
0: Yeah, my tendency with a metal straw is for some reason I just want to bite it. And it's like, I'm going to chip a tooth on this fucking thing. You're weird. So, well, that's why I will
1: get one of those little silicone ends on it.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? You're better. <laughs> you know? Better. Well, we're running short on time here, but do you want to quickly talk about this Democrat since you brought it up?
1: Yeah, uh, Menendez. I think he's a New Jersey senator.
0: Yeah. And got he's busted a, for
1: bribery. He
0: got cash, gold bars, a car in return for aiding the Egyptian government.
1: And I heard someone talking about saying, hey, at least Joe Biden had the sense to have it uh, laundered through somebody. Menendez had it sent right to his house.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny.
1: And, like, the, was it the FBI who raided him? Somebody uh, raided him and found, uh, like, I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars just stuffed in envelopes.
0: Yeah. The Justice Department unsealed an ind- indictment against Menendez and his wife, Nadine, on Three Counts Friday. Um, I think they, the
1: least of which has five years in jail.
0: Yeah, his wife allegedly received cash and gold bars from three New Jersey businessmen in return for aiding the Egyptian government, according to the incident. Uh, ba bu- 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 yeah, he faced trial in 2017 over cor- corruption allegations that ended with a hung jury. So he figured he's untouchable. Like he, he said. hung a jury, yeah, <laughs> but he's untouchable. So that's he funny. lynched a jury. That's yeah, a whole jury. I got it real quick though. We, we before I was able to finish about the. Uh, Transgender guy in the prison, and we we talked about how the. Um,
1: you're really stuck on the It trainees, just
0: pisses aren't you? me off. Uh, Does I, it?
1: Or do you have like an unnatural obsession with you know, it? that's exactly what it is. You wanna, watching a I'm lot of. I'm
0: not in my masculinity, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Watching a lot of Futinari videos? Yeah. By the way, if you don't know what that is, don't look it up. No.
0: Don't look it up. Uh, so, this judge that um, uh, ruled that they must offer taxpayer funded transition surgery and move him into a prison. While he's awaiting that surgery, here's, here's a quote from the judge. He goes, The rights of transgender persons and sex reassignment surgery remain politically controversial, even outside the prison context. And some members of the public are outraged at any effort to improve the health and well-being of inmates. But the true public interest lies in alleviating needless suffering by those who are dependent on the government for their care. Oh, like the women that are in prison that you're putting this guy in to be an abuser? How about the
1: needless suffering his daughter went through?
0: Yeah, that too. Uh, I decline to impose any further prerequisites on Campbell's sex reassignment surgery, um, and uh, he says she has waited long enough. This motherfucker is as bad as the rapist, in my opinion. Uh. I, I I really do. I this guy this guy is putting this guy in with other women in prison. And knowing his background, he's 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 facilitating. I w- rape. I
1: wouldn't say as bad, but on a scale from one to ten, he's about. An he's eight.
0: a he's a nine as opposed to a nine and a half, ten or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, disgusting. I just had to finish that little thing because that's that. I, and I would not, I I would. Yes, you know, you're, 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 you're not. Gonna, what, are you yeah, you're not suppo- what are you gonna say? You're not supposed. You're not supposed to be happy at uh, when someone is. Uh, you know. Torture, shot and tried tortured, or beaten, but if something happens to this guy, I am not going to feel bad at all. To the judge, I'm talking. Why are you winking? Either one, the judge or this guy. Like I hope it's
1: an awful lot of winking. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, all right. Is it? I, oh, and I wanted to show you the picture real quick of this dude before we move on. Dude, there he is. Why are they always ugly women? Because <laughs> <laughs> they were ugly men to begin with.
1: I know, but why? Why is
0: it? Yeah. You know, I mean. Oh, we never even got to talk about the. Fucking transgender Ukrainian American Ukrainian spokesperson,
1: fuck yeah, who basically might have he should have been using a German accent. Vihavevsef <laughs> yeah, making yeah, your yeah, did you did you hear some of the stuff he was saying? Well, first of all, he was doing the I'm a man using a woman's voice yeah. kind of. You know, they but all it, his that. dead stare into the
0: camera while he was saying Vladimir Putin's. You can see if you look closely that his blood dripping from his fangs, cause he drinks the blood of children. I, I was like, "What
1: the fuck?" And then they, he mentioned uh, um, climate change and all that stuff. And uh, Matt Gates was on Tim Pool's podcast, and they're like, "Can you believe we're saying this?" And Matt Gaetz goes, "Yeah, absolutely." He goes, "He's just taking the talking points. He knows if he says things, stuff like climate change and puts a, a, um, a tranny out there." He's gonna get and yeah, I said tranny. Fucking come for me. I don't care. Anyway, uh, he says, "You hit those, you hit that little feeder button, and you get the money." You know? Yeah. He all he's doing is adopting the language that they want him to use, and so he isn't using it in any context. He just goes, "Yeah, mention uh, global warming or climate change, and uh, we're gonna have a transgender person do this."
0: But it, it, it was so. It was such. it's looked. It seemed like such a parody. To see this, yeah, I know. you know, like it was it's it just anything that you think is a parody nowadays is the tr- is what's really
1: happening. Do you know the voice I'm talking about, though? That someone were you talking like this.
0: <laughs> hey, Who's rooster. Uh, my name's Crowina, and I—I uh, th- am an, actually a female. Can't you tell? I have a female voice. Like uh, Tim Poole just had a uh, uh, Brianna Wu, I think. Okay, is his name, and he was all part of uh, uh, GamerGate. One of the one of the one of the shitty voices in GamerGate, and he's a, tranny and he's like talking like this like, Hey, so I'm um, listening to him I think you're part of the problem here
1: and you're like oh my god you know stop who does it. it the stereotypical version of it who's that uh admiral the guy who transitioned Levin,
0: uh, Rachel Levin yeah Levine
1: yeah he his is the perfect example like you know, when he's not around everybody else, he doesn't use that. Voice.
0: Yeah, I think he just does that. I'm I'm talking in a much lighter voice, like like a. It's still a man that's just trying to be really nice. Yeah, sounding. he tries to. He but tries some of nice these ones voice. are like you can tell their voice they've gone through the actual hormone stuff. Oh, no, no. But no. it fucks with their vocal cords. But it they they still can't sound like a woman. So it just sounds like <laughs> I've got something wrong with my throat. No, I'm talking about the Rachel Levine voice. Yeah, no, that that's a guy that I don't think's gone through the puberty or in that puberty, the, um, the hormone stuff.
1: Well, you and I have a former friend who, uh, yeah. transitioned and, uh, not a former friend because he transitioned former friend. Cause he's the angriest person we've ever met. And at least I think so. And, uh, just, I mean, God lit friendship bridges on fire like crazy, but we had some other friends who interviewed him for a podcast under his female name. He was he was doing the talking like this. Yes. Uh, but eventually uh, it kinda of slipped. Yeah, and slipped and next thing you know he's talking like this again. You <laughs> he know? couldn't keep it up. A smoker voice. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> couldn't keep it up.
1: It's just it's so and again just, why do they have to oh, be hi. hi, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Hello. Oh. <laughs>
0: That's how it started. And it was like at the end I was like, yeah, well I mean it's kinda late, I gotta get to bed here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: That's funny. On that note, if you if you want to get in contact with us and tell us how hateful and, and, and uh, istophobic we
1: are... <laughs> then don't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. You uh, should look for us on uh, Facebook at Bread and Circuses Podcast. That's where you like and follow us and all that. And now, again, like I said, at the beginning, we are on Instagram. Um, still playing with that tool. Tried to get on X, and it said I wasn't a real person. So hmm. still working on that. But shit, it took me five years to get an Instagram page. So you know, uh, blame my kid. Cause he's trying to help me with it. See you. Bye.